Hey and welcome to Trail Trials, the video review section of irunfar.com. My name is Travis Lyles and in this video we're going to take a look at the Ultra Lone Peak 6. Let's start off by talking about the specs. This is a zero drop shoe with a 25mm midsole built on the Ego Foam from Ultra. It is the original foot shape, which means it's not their slimmer athletic fit and are even slightly more standard fit in between that. This is the most generous or probably what Ultra's original fit was based off of. It has the Match Track lugged outsole, which is a fairly aggressive luggy outsole that's good for a lot of different things. It's got some weight trimmed off of it from the last version. In fact, this version came in almost an ounce and a half difference, but the sizing's weird. But if you know Ultra, you're probably familiar with that. So let's get up close and personal. Let's see what this shoe is all about. Okay, let's start by talking about the outsole. And if you're familiar with the Lone Peak, this is going to look fairly familiar to you. This is the exact same look and feel as the previous version, the Lone Peak 5. And in fact, there hasn't been a ton of changes really over the years in this outsole. And it's using the Max Track compound, uh, which is what I would call a general purpose. It's not overly sticky. It's not overly firm. It kind of sits in the middle. Uh, so it should be kind of medium in terms of wear and tear and life of that outsole. It uses the trail claw system, which is what you're looking at here. And it's kind of this idea of putting the tread underneath your toes so that when your toes grip down, it sort of creates this claw. And as you can see by looking at the lugs here, they are fairly deep. Uh, they are, are semi-aggressive here in, in their view. Lots of them forward-facing lugs in the front, in the middle of the shoe, they start to transition, and then you have rear-facing lugs in the back and the considered continued design language of the trail rudder, though not as aggressive uh, as it's been in years past. So this outsole, this tread pattern, all of it I think works well in most scenarios. Uh, I find that it excelled in just sort of dirt, mud type of, of look, and then in dry rocks. Uh, I think this does a nice job of gripping onto that. Where I didn't feel the most confident on it was when I was on slicker material, slick wood, you know, going over a log or rocks that were sort of in a creek or something like that where they're slick and slimy. This was an area where I felt like my foot kind of didn't stay firm and to the ground all of the time. But overall, I think a good general purpose outsole uh, for most activities and most terrain. Uh, and if you know this shoe, you're very familiar with it uh, and, and have probably used it in a ton of different scenarios uh, and know its strengths and weaknesses. From a midsole standpoint, this uses Ultra's Ego outsole, which is a little bit more of their more advanced type of foam. So versus a standard EVA, this is a little more bouncier, uh, a little more springy and sort of responsive feeling. And this is a single density foam all the way throughout. Uh, it is 25 millimeters heel to toe, and that foam is exactly the same all the way around the shoe. There's no you know, extra firm up here in the front and softer in the heel. None of that's there. Uh, you basically just have the same type of foam that's present throughout. And I'm not quite sure what it is. I can't find it in any of Ultra's literature, but this version just feels a little sportier and a little springier when I compare it to the five, even when I'm wearing one on one foot and one on the other. It just feels like there's something else there. Maybe it's the rigidity of the rock plate that's in here. Maybe the 
firmness of the foam is a little bit different. I can't quite tell exactly what it is. Maybe it's just the fact that it's a, an ounce lighter, but this shoe just seems to me a little bit more uh, responsive and kind of faster feeling than the previous version did. From a kind of rocker standpoint, it's a zero drop shoe. There's no carbon plate. There's nothing like that. The shoe does have a little bit of this kind of exaggerated here in the middle. So kind of additional foam underneath kind of where your heel sits up. Um, but it's not any different than the previous version here with the 5. The 5 did the same type of, of thing. As we move up to the upper, this is where the sweet spot is. And Ultra is known for their big toe boxes. Let your toes wiggle. Give yourself plenty of room uh, for your foot to do what it's meant to do. And that's very present here. This is known as the original last that's in this shoe. It is the most generous fitting. It is the widest fitting of all of Ultra's shoes. And there's effectively three sizes of fits. There's original, standard, and slim. This is the original. This is the one that most people associate Ultra's fit being with. Now, from the upper standpoint, this is the most amount of change that exists on this shoe. And in fact, let me pull in the five just to give a quick little comparison so you know what you're looking at. If you look at this five here, you can see a lot of stitching and sort of this thicker material all throughout where it's like these reinforced areas all over the shoe, all over the shoe that adds some structure to the shoe, but adds a considerable amount of weight. When we move over and look here at the five, what we note is that threaded material, it's here, but it's only in this one spot here for laces. And I'll talk about that in a second, but overall, you have this bonded kind of rubberized material that's creating the cage of the shoe. More modern type of take. This is what you're seeing across the board. Lots of shoe manufacturers are getting away from really extra fabric overlays and moving towards this kind of bonded material on here. And it really creates the entire wrap for the midfoot with the exception of this lace here and this lace here. And there's an anchor, if you will, sewn onto the upper and it gives a little bit of flexibility to sort of create a different fit. So do you want it in narrow or do you want it out wide? Let's say the shoe maybe feels too baggy on the outside. You can use this outermost eyelet and it's going to sink down a little bit farther and create even a little better wrap on your foot than say the standard lacing. So I think that's an interesting way of kind of addressing fit of a shoe. Seen it here. You've seen it on a couple of other shoes uh, here in the industry. But that's your, I think way of getting a lighter weight shoe while still getting some of that flexibility to lock down the upper without having to have a bunch of overlays they give you some options here on the lacing when we flip around back to the heel area it is a very malleable pliable heel cup there's a loop here to pull the shoe on gator velcro area here on the back the only place where there's any type of structure is really this small tiny little area and it's almost highlighted by this uh by this design here and there is a bit of a heel cup right there, but everything up to that point is very much collapsible and flexible. And that's really the whole thing of this shoe, flexible and collapsible. Up here on the toe, we've got good toe protection. You can see there is some of that sewn overlay here, which adds some structure to the toe as well as some protection. So it does keep that uh, in here, but the changes are there's some holes all the way throughout, which lets water escape. And I did find these did a much better job of like getting water out of the shoe than the previous version. The other version was so overlay heavy that it was tougher for the water to kind of get out and flush out of the shoe. Here, there's just more options 
for that to happen down here at the back while still maintaining some level of kind of stiffness. Last thing I'll call out here is the tongue. The tongue is exactly the same as the previous version. It is padded slightly, probably what I'd call medium padding. It's not super thin. It's not super thick. It's kind of right there in the middle. It does a nice job of keeping the pressure off the top of your feet. And then it is gusseted and you can see a little bit of this fabric down here on both sides. It's going to keep the grit and grime from getting inside the shoe. So with that said, let's look at final impressions. In closing, if you're a fan of the Ultra Lone Peak, I think what you're going to find from the version 5 to the version 6 is just a more slim down upper. It's cut a little bit of weight. I feel like it drains better because there's just more areas for water and sweat and those types of things to get out. If you're hoping for an update on Max Track, it's the same. It's the same outsole as last time and it it's enough for most cases, but and I always say this because I live in the Pacific Northwest. Slick, smooth stuff is not this shoe's friend. Uh, in fact, I always sort of found myself like thinking I've got the confidence and then I hit something and my foot kind of slides out. It's not terrible. It's not like ice skates like some other uh, brands of, of tread, but it's just not there in that instance. And I felt like I was sort of always sort of having that like feeling confident, running on dry, running in some sticky mud or even some dry gravel and things were going great, and then I'd hit something kind of slick and my foot would sort of slip out from under me um, a little bit. That still exists here. But overall, I think if you're not getting into that type of terrain too often or as on a constant uh, long run, these are going to do just fine. Plenty of protection in here. Never really felt like my foot was getting beat up. I like the feel of this Ego Foam. It's a more kind of sporty, bouncy foam. I think it makes this shoe a little bit more approachable. But with that in mind, if you're someone getting into the zero drop game, the shoe's just going to take you longer to get used to because it is much lower stack. Ultra's got several other different shoes, the Olympus and the Temp, that have larger stacks in the midsole that just make that zero drop feel less than this does. This is definitely one for me that I can feel in my calves and my Achilles uh, after wearing it for extended period of time. So for me... Not a zero drop person all the time. This is a shoe that's in my quiver. I add it to the mix when I want to go kind of maybe run fast and kind of try to be agile and work on some foot speed uh, and, and kind of get a little more natural of a feel where my foot can do its thing or something maybe even slower that's recovery. So this kind of fits in that mix or just kind of walking around post run. I always like a good pair of ultras for that because of what that does. So if you're familiar with this shoe, I think you're going to like what's going on from the 5 to the 6. The only caveat I'll put there is that this 8.5 fits like an 8.5. Last version of the Ultra Lone Peak 5, the 8.5 fit like a 9. So last year's version to this year's version, this version's about a half size shorter in the ones that I have. So, questions, comments, filling on the Lone Peak 6. Are you liking the update? Or are you not liking the update? Are there other ultra shoes that you're more interested in because they're more approachable? Leave those comments below. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.